Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. It is Monday, November 29th, 2021, recording live from the Yay studio. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have one Kyle Charles. Hello again. And one Justin Moore. Overtime, huh? Yeah, welcome to Overtime, everybody. So we've been doing these periodically throughout the uh, the season so far, kind of testing the waters, dipping our toes into some more, uh, more free-flowing, kind of longer-form talk pods, and we've received positive feedback, so we thought we'd give it a go. Uh, so as of now, the uh, the Yay Basketball Overtimes will be on the free platforms wherever you've been accessing it. Uh, you know, we might have something in the works in the, in the coming months, and then it'll move over there, but for now... Uh, Feast, uh, feast your ears on some uh, yay basketball overtime. So, um, not really any segments or, or points to get to. Just kind yeah. of, um, kind of just free flowing. So, what do we think of that episode, boys? It was a good time. Um, I feel like obviously I killed it. I don't know why there'd be any other opinion on the show. I wish we had like five more questions so I didn't have to go backwards and and do the uh, other that was ones. Fine, again. but yeah, yeah. It was a bummer that we were damn close on a lot of. Like one, you guessed 16 and it was 17. You yeah. know how disheartening oh, it is to hear man. that? Yeah. 15, actually, it's 16. <laughs> Three, actually, it's two. Yeah. Like, fuck <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. That is, uh, that was, that did happen a lot, actually. Um, I did, would you, would you know Trey or John Moran's real name off the top of your head? We've looked it up so many times mm-hmm. and I still, like, with the timer going, I, I still think I would have screwed it up. Yeah. It's Demetrius. Um, Marcus All won Defensive Player in 2013, Justin. You said 2010. The reason I thought you would know that is because well, that was the LeBron, year that, yeah. That's yep. why I was like, he got robbed. And that was, yep. But also, that whole four, the heat years all blend. Mm, I feel that. I feel Especially that. the older we get, the Those farther we get away from it. keep track of. Yeah. yeah. Also, they, just, they people, lost the finals one twice and lost. Yeah. Lost, won twice, lost, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they lost the 2011 to the Mavericks, won against the Thunder in five in 2012 beat the Spurs in seven games in 2013, and then lost to the Spurs in five games mm-hmm. in 2014. Then LeBron goes to the Cavs, goes back to the finals, loses in six to the Warriors. And uh, 15, lost, and then lost, one, lost. No, lost, one, lost, lost. Lost, one, lost, lost. Lost, yeah. one, lost, lost, yes. Yeah. And then missed, and then won, and then mm, lost in the semis to the Rockets. Yeah. That's where we're at. It's good. I will say... We were talking about this before we recorded the show, uh, and I still don't agree with either of you that Anthony Edwards is going to be that top ten player in five years. Yeah, so this was something that we did we did uh, kind of chit chat about before the mics got hot. But um, it, I, so the, the the idea is in five years or over the course of five years. So five years from now, or at some five point years over the from now, he mm. will be a top ten player. Mm. And you said something. I usually say really ridiculous things. What did uh, I say that was ridiculous? To me, what's saying is ridiculous is that he'll be better than Jason Tatum or and Jalen Brown. It's yeah. five years. Like, Jokic will be one of the top players five years for sure. Luka, for sure. Maybe I didn't. Uh, Trey, I, for sure. If I said if I said he will be, I don't I don't think that's something I'd like to stand by. What I, I think what I meant there was, like, he has the potential. I think Anthony Edwards' ceiling is higher than Tatum or Brown's. For sure. But over the course of the next takes, five years. But it takes you a long time to hit your ceiling. I think his career ceiling is that, but we see when the young kids come in, and we've, and we've seen it with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They were both young. We've been hearing forever. They're going to get older. They're going to get better. They're going to get older. And they haven't taken the next step. Mm. But when you look at it, like all the players that really are like the best players in the world are 27 to an older. Yeah. They're not young kids. And Anthony Edwards won't be that 
in five years. How old is Anthony Edwards right now? 20. Yeah, so he'll be 25. So he'll be... Usually 27-ish is... Like where they peak. really start to yeah. fire. But, I mean, you're talking about seven years in the league. I mean, how, mm-hmm. how when did Giannis really explode? Six years in? Yeah, but he's... that's he, Yeah. And the freak thing is different. Well, but they're both well, freaks. Literally, his nickname. And, like, they're, I don't think Anthony Edwards is a freak like that. He's not a physical, meaning like Ask he's... Ask Gabe Vincent if he's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, that's the guy that uh, Anthony Edwards just plummeted into the center of the earth on, what was it, Friday, I think, when they were playing the th- heat. Uh, heat. Thank you. Um, uh, Anthony Edwards and Giannis are both freaks. It's just that Anthony Edwards isn't like long arms, seven foot one, like strides like a gazelle kind of freak. He's jump out the building kind of freak, which we've seen in the past, Derek mm-hmm. Rose. Russell Westbrook, you know, smaller guys that are just explosive and huge. And I know you're going to say Derek Rose's knee injury and Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook's. Nope. What? What? Then what? Blake Griffin could jump really high too. Yeah, but was never a top ten player in the league. I'm not also. I'm also not just talking about jumping high. I mean, his athleticism eclipses just his his hops. He's fast. He's quick. He's got reaction speed like crazy. I mean, this guy is special. He's clearly Michael Jordan's. Long lost son. And I oh, I hear you. I don't think he's I'll not, not going to be special. I don't think it's crazy to say, oh, you're not in the top 10 five years into your, so say seven years into your career. Well, similar to the Blake Griffin comp, I think whether or not he's quote unquote special in a top 10 might be getting away from a doomed franchise in his That's true. prime. I, don't yep. know, I think Blake Griffin could have had a better career. Obviously, Lob City teams were good. But you're still playing for the Clippers. You know who else was an athletic freak? Andrew Wiggins. I was just looking up Wiggins right now, actually. Mm-hmm. How many seasons has Wiggins been in the league? He was drafted in 14, so it's, this is his seventh year or eighth year in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, or seventh one of those. That would be right around the time, and he's, suddenly he's with a team that yeah. knows Wants how to, to play well. Right, knows how to build young players into and something special. If we're going to listen to anybody, it's probably Steph Curry. So any given night... <laughs> Andrew Wiggins is the best player on the floor. On both sides of the court. On both sides of the court. Yeah, he has the ability to be the best player on the court, is what Steph said. And look, mm-hmm. Wiggins has been playing well, but I really don't think that that is uh, that's accurate. This is what uh, this is what Steph had to say about Wiggins, in case you didn't hear last week's episode. He has the capability to, uh, to match up with anybody in this league on both ends of the floor. He, he has that ability to, to be the best player on the floor. Um, he did that next game. He did do that. He the did very next well, game against the Raptors. And also, hang on a second. Who? Anybody on the floor? Wiggins is getting folded into a fucking lawn chair against Giannis, against Kevin Durant, against. I mean, and you can say that about ninety nine percent of the players in the league. It's not like yeah, there's anybody who can sure. stop those two guys. There's but, probably like five players that you have to take out of that conversation for anybody else. Sure. So, like, but I mean, he's not doing anything with with, with Embiid. Former KU teammate Embiid, he's getting fucking plummeted. Yeah, and, I mean, and yeah. there's lots of players. I don't think he can keep up with Trey Young even. He's he's got the oh. length, but Trey's got the handle and shoots from fucking forty. Yeah, but Trey can't guard me. Well, no, Trey can't guard. I'm not talking about that. That's what you're talking about. Trey could guard you. Trey could guard you. Stop. Trey would lock you down. Trey would lock you down. He would put he would put you in handcuffs. I would end clamps. his NBA career because That's the video they, would come out and they'd be like that fucking kid and I'd be like yeah I did that to That's him. why they call me clamps. <laughs> no he would. Um, no, he probably would fuck me up. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah any and, any player in the NBA any would player. fuck any of us up. I know that's that Brian Scalabrini quote. Most players in the league I feel confident could beat 
the three of us at once. Like, oh no 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 yes. no 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 no! Yeah, first of all, I don't think you understand how yeah. big these dudes are. You know, the shortest player in the league is. That was one of the questions. I don't know if I did that. Shortest Currently, player in the league is. When, yeah, you was like the last one on one of the rounds, and we just didn't get to it. Mm -hmm. you, yeah, Fernando Campazzo. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. five foot ten. I'm taller than him. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. He's a professional athlete. Yeah, professional NBA player. Yep. You think he? Uh, so he was, so like, I think you, the three of us could beat him in a game to eleven. Sure. Okay. Do you think that you could do anything to him one on one? What does do anything? Do do I score once? Yeah, you could probably sure. score. Mm -hmm. mm. I score once, one time, only because I've seen me. <laughs> I'm lucky enough to score. This is one time. This is going to be a, a bonus uh, a video one day once we get up to video um, of of what you actually look like when you play basketball. Yeah. What if we go and you film it and then I don't miss? I mean, hey. Mm -hmm. See, I'm just reminded of like my like the KU basketball players would get bored and come play at the yeah. rec, yeah. and Jamari Trailer would come and play point guard, who literally like would not dribble in actual games, and he just destroyed everybody at point guard. And then I was at Wyoming, and we'd play pickup with one of the guys who was like a bench player for Wyoming during his career, but he was also like LeBron's stats, like borderline 68260 and it's fucking terrifying to play against an actual oh, yeah. freight train like if his team was down like if we'd get up at all he would just like get the ball outside the three point line and oh, just take man. it to the rim and everybody's yeah. like no i i got to go back to my desk in yeah. 20 minutes i'm not fucking taking a charge there here. is a difference like, there there is a difference there for sure you don't under, and these are players that could have never made it in the nba for sure and we're talking about dudes who did make it to the NBA. Mm -hmm. And I'm, again, saying, I'm not beating him. <laughs> I'm scoring one time. You could probably, I mean, you could, you could most, Do you know also, why? Because the second we check up, I'm just going to throw it up. And Okay, I'll get, I'll get one. I'll get one. Yeah, probably. You would probably land, land one, hit one of them. And probably the first one, and then he goes, oh, and then I never, ever shoot the ball. Do <laughs> you think you could score against Wiggins? Once, no, the no, first time it's that no. catch off surprise. It's that surprise because he's not going to take me seriously. No, he's an NBA player. Up, There's no surprise. Stop. There is because he's not. He doesn't care, right? We, that's the whole thing about him playing in the NBA. He didn't. Right, well, let's say he cares. Playing he would oh, care. No, then never mind. No. <laughs> he's, he's six foot seven, dog. He, I'm going to go. Hey, can we play one on one? And he says, "Okay, kid." And then I'm going to play, and he's going to let me shoot one, and then he's going to just wreck me. Not to dwell on this for too long, we talked about this very briefly about F1 salaries uh, and. Um, uh, Lewis Hamilton, the greatest F1 driver of all time, makes $30 million a year. Andrew Wiggins makes 29 and a half a year. <laughs> so really kind of shows you where the money is in the U.S. Um, uh, or just across the, the money is here or just well, our athletes. I mean, our um, athletes. I think the NBA players. I think real F1 drivers should unionize. Oh, my God. <laughs> real um, quick. Seems like a rip. Went on a little today in basketball history situation mm -hmm. today four years ago today ben simmons set an nba record for most free throw attempts in a quarter with 24 how many of those did he make he finished the game with 31 points and shot 15 of 29 from free throwers for him oh that was a hack of ben he game. shot Probably. 24 attempts in a quarter in a quarter yeah. Fourth, Four fourth quarter yeah uh it yeah say. it's gotta Probably. be gotta but be. also there i mean the previous record was 20 Dwight and Ben Wallace. That's insane. That. And he went, what? 15 of 24? 15 of 29. 15 of 29 on the better game. Better than I thought he was going to go. It's not bad. Uh, but, you know, I got really into this, though. 
I don't think that Ben Simmons. I just want to. I want to. I want to see him do good. I want to see Ben Simmons do okay. But it just doesn't seem like it's on the horizon. Uh, no, he's gonna be perfect. He just has to go somewhere. You know what the perfect team would be for him. What's weird is we say this about we need to get Cat and Anthony Edwards out of Minnesota because they're not in the right position, and that franchise just sucks, and it's a little different, but Ben's just not where he wants to be, where he needs to be, and doesn't just not want to be there. So it's a bad environment. Perfect perfect setting for one Benjamin's Australian Simmons. Mm-hmm. San Antonio. He wants to be the guy... But he also doesn't want the fan base to really care because if they care and then he's bad, then he's you know, worked up about it. So, he yeah, plays defense. Low limits, or sorry, low expectations. Uh, a coach and coaching staff that just Despises does... the three-point as much as he uh-huh, does. And just does nothing but crank out incredible players. Um, yeah. I think Pop gets his hands on Ben Simmons. We're talking about a perennial all-star again. Yeah, We're talking about defensive player of the trade, year. though? Yeah, that's the thing. Is are they who are they going to give up on Dejounte Murray? Who are they going to give up on? Like they have to give up like Murray and Kelton Johnson. Mm-hmm. You don't give up. It just what's weird to say. You don't trade Dejounte Murray for Ben Simmons if you're the Spurs. Was it was it Dejounte Murray the other night that was going off? Yeah, he's having a great year. Mm-hmm. He is. I mean, do they give up Lonnie Walker? Do they give up uh, guess that player alumni Joe Weiskamp? You give up your draft picks for the next 10 years? Like That that. sure sounds like a worse deal than Karis LeVert and Malcolm (laughs) Brogdon. (laughs) I could see the Sixers taking like Thad Young, Lonnie Walker, maybe Pirtle. Trash, trash, trash. Well, yeah, but I mean, and and you're right. We're sitting here. Wait, Jock Landale is also a, is a, guess that player alumni. Jacques Cousteau? What about Bryn Forbes? Do they give up on Bryn Forbes? Zach Collins? Derek White? I mean, uh, yeah, I think it'd have to be. I mean, maybe Keldon Johnson and some of those guys. Maybe you don't have to give up. To, but then what is the. Because it's what Murray the and Simmons want. have to both have the ball in their hand. I, mean, I guess that's, that's true. Well, Murray can shoot. Not really. Well, she's better than Ben does. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I would love if, if that took place. If Ben went to, Spur, to the Spurs, I think. That's... It's obviously different, but the Rockets situation with Wall and the Sixers situation with Simmons are very similar in that, like, it's hard to root for anybody. Like, I think Ben's kind of being a child yeah. about all this, but it's like, am I on Daryl Morey's side? Fuck no. Same thing with the Rockets. Like, I don't think Wall's handling this correctly, but then on the other side of it is Tillman Fertitta, a guy who is somehow dumber than his name sounds. Well, so uh, yeah, isn't Fertitta with the Rockets? Yeah. Oh, that's the point you're making. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like on either side of both. It's like I'm not siding yeah, yeah, yeah. with anybody on this. Like I'm I don't, sure everyone's decision being was too it to stubborn. say Ben just be on the team and not play this season and come out and like say that. John. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Uh, that puts you in a bad spot for the now time. When you're like, well, do we want him to play? Do we not? What do we do? That seemed like a, we're going to let this ride until the media makes a thing of it. Because last week I saw like two or three articles that were essentially, what is going on in Houston? Why is John Wall not playing Yeah, for the first time this season? And then it was like, oh, John Wall is meeting with the Rockets front office. And like we hadn't heard a thing about it all year. So yeah. it does seem like the media kind of quieted down on Ben Simmons. Mm. And it's like, if it, that ramps back up, yeah, maybe we do get him. some more Simmons trade stuff. Cause it seems like Maury's not going to make a move if he's not 
kind of on the hot seat about it. Or if he's not absolutely thrilled with the package. He's never going to be thrilled with the package. Yeah, because it's not going to be Karis Levert and Malcolm Brock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, he's just... Let me I ask think you this. he's too arrogant. What, yeah. is, what is a... Not that these trades would ever happen, but what's what's a worse fit? Ben in Milwaukee or Ben in L.A.? I guess it depends, like, what... Who the is he worst replacing? fit? The Let's wor- just take off the starting point guard for both teams. Ben Simmons with the Bucks or Ben Simmons with the Lakers? The worst fit is the Bucks. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. By a, by a long shot. Okay. Then Ben Simmons with the Nets or Ben Simmons with the Lakers? The Lakers is the worst one. Probably. I think you could structure that Nets team to be pretty terrifying. Do the Wizards have a shot at a trade here? No, ben, they don't need one. With Benjamin? <laughs> they don't need one, don't don't need him, don't want him. Uh, Shouldn't open the door for that. Should not have done that. No, I just the thing that's great about the Wizards, and I do mean this honestly, is you've got Bradley Beal, who's never going to be an MVP candidate, but he's an all-star. He's a star player, right? He knows what he does. And they all know that he's not going to like also not be so arrogant to be like, I'm so much better than you, I don't like you. And I think sure. the LeBron situation in L.A. did that with Kuzma and with Montrez. Mm. And then so when they go over here, Kuzma knows he's probably the second offensive option, maybe, I guess, if you want to consider Spencer Dinwiddie more. But Trez goes back to being that just vibrant six-man kind of character. Yeah. Kuzma on the year averaging 13.5 points. He thinks he's rebounds, the second option. Nine rebounds a game, and yeah, we'll call it three assists. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Trez is averaging more points than him for sure. I, I would believe it. I mean, I, But I also feel like he runs the second unit out there. Didn't... Was it Dinwiddie or Beal that came out and said that uh, Kuzma makes the right play? Seven. Kuzma said this about Beal. Oh, he did? Yeah. <laughs> that was backwards. What the hell? Uh, seven or eight times out of ten, he makes the right play. That's a <laughs> weird thing to say about a teammate. Even weirder thing to say about the better, the best player. Really team. flattering. He makes the right move 70% of the time. <laughs> C average. All-star. Oh, gosh. Who would you rather start a team with, Kyle Kuzma or Alex Caruso? Kyle Kuzma, Simon Caruso. Yeah, give me Caruso, baby. So dumb. You're Bald starting eagle. your first pick. You're fir- you're because you're starting not, your team. I, you're starting your team, right? And yeah, so you no. get those two options, and you chose the worst overall player by a Caruso margin. Might end up being the defensive player of the year. He won't. Honestly, stop. he won't. He's in the conversation. Oh, I just want already. that on wax, just in case. Okay, I have it. <laughs> He won't. If he gets it, we're doing the biggest you called it of all time. <laughs> um, no, but Caruso does look amazing. And also Kuzma's, or sorry, Caruso looks amazing. And Kuzma's defensive, quote unquote, ability is not, it's no, okay. he's not an he's amazing fine. defender. He does more things well than Caruso does. Here's what I'll tell you. Um, he could fit Caruso in his sweater. Did you see that one? Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Looking like fucking Jim Carrey and Batman Forever. The thread of the person who was making the sweater bigger in every photo was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing that happens with those Twitter threads now is that they're like, for every like, I'll make someone something something oh. bigger. And they get to like 500 likes. And they're like, I wasn't expecting this. And then they're trying to play keep up. Yeah. But this guy clearly had it ready to go. And he was like firing them off like crazy. Because there was one that was finally of him... Um, like above the city of Cleveland or, or, or wherever the hell they were playing. Um, okay, on the Caruso note, I'll say this. Caruso, in, in the game that uh, that they played the Warriors, right? So no one's doing anything with, with Steph Curry right now, right? Mm-hmm. 
In this game, Steph scored, scored 40 points. He went 15 of 24. In the, in the game when Caruso was guarding Steph, he went 3 of 8, which, okay. And uh, Caruso drew two offensive fouls on Steph. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, no, like I said, no one's doing a damn thing against uh, Steph Curry right now. Mm-hmm. And it's not like those are amazing numbers, but he's probably putting up just as good a numbers of any other point guard in the league against Steph Curry. And he's coming off the bench, let's remember. Yeah. That's kind of my point, though. I'll give. I'll take Caruso. I'll take Caruso over fucking Kuzma. I'll take. I'll take, I'll take the starter over the bench player. Just because you're a starter doesn't mean you're a better player. Just because you're a starter doesn't mean you're a better player. Why doesn't Caruso start? So you want you want Anderson Verizhao over Mono Ginobili in the 2007 Finals? I don't trust Mono Ginobili to do anything ever. See, you're just wrong there. Dog, he can catch bats. <laughs> he caught a bat. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. If this was the Hillbilly Olympics, he'd be <laughs> fucking great. I know we talked about the Bulls a lot in the beginning of the season, but man. They do look good. They look good, but like their record is going to be eh, all right. They'll probably, I think they'll avoid the play-in right now. What are they sitting at? Uh, mm-hmm. They're currently fifth, fifth right in the league, the 13 and eight, right behind the Bucks, uh, tied with the Bucks currently, game and a half back from first. The East is, like we've talked about this whole time, is still such a toss-up, but these Bulls, man, they look good. And Vooch coming back. Looked good in that game against Orlando. You got Caruso coming off the bench. If these guys stay healthy, man, they're going to give anybody in the East a fucking run for their money. Not that they're going to... I don't think they make... I don't know that they make the second round. Kind of depends on matchups. But, I mean, man, I could see them going to seven with anybody in the East. I could see them going to seven. I mean, obviously, we're talking about the Nets Nets as currently constructed without Kyrie. We're talking about, uh, you know, the Bucks within this moment without Blofez, but he's probably going to be there by that point. But either yeah. way, I think these Bulls, man, that that starting four is is really good. Like Lonzo's improved and yeah. understands his role perfectly. DeMar's playing like a top seven player in the league right now. Um, um, do we have worries about everybody on that team except for DeMar when it comes to playoff experience, though? Yes, of course. But um, with when you have a guy like... Um, and I say success for him kind of lightly. Like, he's more playoff failures than anything that kind of scar his brain. But he also played against the greatest. But he like, played against the greatest and lost in the Eastern Conference Finals against the greatest. Like, he sure. has experience. And also, I think I think as a player, especially in the East, during that stretch of, what, 10 years with LeBron. Everybody mm-hmm. was a loser. Everybody, everybody lost. Loser. It's the same way with anybody against Jordan in that stretch of the 90s. It's the same way. It's like, well, if LeBron would have been there, we probably would have made the finals or sure. whatever. You add that that that's why that that signing the Bulls signing of DeRozan was the perfect addition because even Vooch has a little a touch of playoff experience I think he's been to the playoff once or twice um, and I'm not they they had no experience but it is a just different atmosphere but I do think guys like Lonzo guys like uh, Clay Thompson and then Caruso. He won a championship with the Lakers and was playing big, heavy rotation minutes on that team in 2020 when they won in the bubble. I don't know what he can see me roll my eyes at you. But That's you fine. You just put Alex Caruso in the same conversation as Clay Thompson. I didn't. What? Did you not say Clay Thompson? You said name? Clay Thompson. Oh, I didn't mean Clay. I, I meant. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, what? Levine? Levine. Zach Levine. Sorry. Sorry I don't, I I don't like, know how that happened. <laughs> Um, That's why it was so good. No, you, you get Lonzo, you get, you get Zach Levine, you get. Great energy guy. You get you get Caruso, who is going to come in and give you the heart. I mean, he's Delhi, but much better, way better, way better than Delhi, and he's going to still die for those balls and and go. Uh, 
you know, dodge some balls. <laughs> cool. uh, but he, he's, I mean, he's that scrappy guy who just does anything and everything you need him to on the floor. And all the while, like, putting up great numbers and being just non-problematic. You know he's what I want to see? Guy. Look at the standings right now. Staring at them. Staring at them. In the playoffs, I want the Bulls to play the Heat. Me too. And I think that's the most entertaining series of the entire playoffs. Me too. Unless we get Heat Nuggets in the finals, that's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is impossible. Why? Because I want to see Jokic just go at it with the with the oh, angry oh, the Morris yeah, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we yeah. do get a rematch of tonight or tomorrow. So, One of those. Well, is he still out in the Morris Twins? Yeah, still Jokic hasn't been playing. Yeah, obviously, I think Bucks Nets finals, uh, Eastern Conference finals, of course. I think. If if we're doing dream matchups in the East, I want to see Bucks or excuse me Hawks Knicks again. I don't know how that happened, but I would love it. I would love it. The Knicks. The Knicks. I would love it if the Knicks and the Hawks played the their one play in game in the Garden and Trey just mm. went for sixty five fucking points and melted into the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that'd be great. Because fuck the Knicks fans. Um, right now it's Celtics Cavs. I could, ne- I would never give a shit less about a single game in my life. No, I like this Cavs. Cavs team a lot. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly they've put together a, a likable team. I don't know. I like what they have. I don't. I they're just. I. It's hard to care, but I don't hate them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sad that we don't get any sex land this year. For the rest of the year. You know what team uh, we haven't talked about a lot. The that, magic that is definitely going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Hornets, the Sixers. Well, it's the right Sixers at, at the right. Right now they're at eleventh, but like, come on, they're going to make the playoffs. So, so what if they miss the playoffs without Ben? That'd then, be this bingo. <laughs> fucking told you. I think this will be resolved before then, right? Morris <laughs> said four years. Just fucking buckle up. That's, it is what he said. Um. So if I mean, assuming the Sixers make it, we are, I probably think the Sixers would jump higher than the fucking ten seed. But let's just say that the, you have to remove one player from or one team from the top ten. You're taking the Cavs out, right? Mm-hmm. Taking mm-hmm. the Cavs out, putting the Sixers in. Yeah. But if uh, if we're talking dream dream matchups in the playoffs, I want to see Nets Bucks. Of course, I think in the Eastern Conference Finals, I would love to see Heat Bulls. I would love to see Wizards Hornets. Um, Knicks Hawks, of course, and then Celtic Sixers, obviously. I think that's like as good as it lines up, but honestly, it probably wouldn't based off of um, just seeding and stuff in general. That first round. Wizards Hornets would be the optimism bowl for basketball. Yeah, basketball would get a big boost off (laughs) of that. We would. Um, Start posting on TikTok tomorrow. (laughs) But you take a look at the West and you start looking at dream matchups there. I mean, the the Lakers are in the eighth seed right now. The Lakers, Warriors, right? Round one. Lakers are in... They're the eight seed at 11-11, perfect, perfectly six, at 500. Six seed. Yeah, see, I was told nope. that this Westbrook trade was going to be right great because they were just going to play Russ <laughs> for the regular season. He was going to get him through, and I was like, oh, I don't they, know about it. They did lose a triple overtime game against the Kings the other night. Oh, their first overtime loss. But last night, Four and one in overtime. who did they beat last night? I don't remember, but they won last night Detroit. against the yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was the it was the Mellis oh, Palace too. Um, Hang your hat on that one. Right. No, I'm not saying that. But this is what's alarming is that the big three had to score 84 points last night just to get them the win against Detroit. Oh, their bench is horrible. You say had to like they wouldn't just do that. Those three players, if you don't score 80 points, I'm like, what happened? What's well, weird here? Mm. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? So far, that's the opposite though. So far, it's I hear you. You got you have a you have a warming up. Period. I mean, do we think the Lakers figure it out? 
And what is figure it out? Fourth seed? Western Conference. Do they make the Western Conference Finals? <sighs> Do they beat the Suns in a playoff series? I think no. they're more... Do they beat the Jazz in a playoff series? Yes. Mavericks, you don't think Clippers, they beat Blazers. the Suns? No. I don't. They were mollywopping them last year until AD got That was hurt. last year. Okay. They had a bench last year. They had Caruso last they year. They had your beloved <laughs> Kyle Kuzma <laughs> and KCP yeah. and Montrez Harrell. Right. But all you really needed was the two healthy stars. And those two players well, beat the You're betting Phoenix on Suns. two guys that are, can't stay healthy. Well, you're talking about... Uh, One of them can't stay look, healthy. Look, all respect to the GOAT, but we're talking, not talking about two guys. If Anthony Davis stays healthy in that series, I'll take this to my grave. If Anthony Davis takes, stays healthy in that series, they go to the finals. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody else in the West was beaten. And I think we saw that from the run of the playoffs last year. But the Suns were getting dominated. Peak until... Anthony Davis is the best player in the Western Conference. Okay. So, like, I don't... Like, I, he can I, beat I, most teams by himself. Because that's how he... It's because of his best defense. Over, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Overall, he can score all the points. He can block all the shots. He can do it all. And you don't have anybody to keep up with him. That's true. Nobody can guard him in the same way that nobody can guard Steph. But no Steph's defense. not doing anything on defense. Yep. Not nothing, but he's not doing what Anthony Davis is doing on defense. I think them getting to the conference finals depends on bracket stuff. Let's if say they have sure. to face the Suns or the Warriors prior to that, I say no. The okay. Warriors and Suns get stuck in the same bracket somehow, which doesn't look likely right now. But if they got stuck on the same side, then I think the Lakers can beat anybody else in the playoff series. So your dreams, your dream lineup for the for the Lakers right now. Do we think the Wolves hold on? And surely not, right? Timberwolves. They're the seven right now. I don't, don't know what you're looking at. Standings. I've got them in the eighth. What ESPN standings? What behind what? the Trailblazers? I'm on NBA.com. I, I understand that what you're doing. How, no, like, I'm just more questioning how these are different. Because the same thing happened up here, right? Same thing. I've got... Who was it? It might Maybe it's point differential or something? Or, I get, like the Lakers I have in sixth right now. 11 and 11. Trailblazers at 7, f- 10 and 10. Timberwolves 10 and 10, 8. The NBA is probably going off of the actual, like, what it will end up being. Like, wins over the other team or point they differential. They probably put all that. Okay, that's Anyways, right. so let's Doesn't say, really do we think the Wolves make the play-in? Right, Playing? right now, out yeah. of the keep this keep this in mind. Well, right yeah, now, the the Kings aren't going to do anything. Thunder's not, Spurs aren't, Pelicans we discussed won't. Rockets definitely not. Yeah, um, Nuggets will probably make it. I think the Nuggets will probably turn around and make the playoffs. What is? Can somebody explain to me the thought that the Nuggets aren't going to be playing a lot better? Like I just don't understand that. No Jamal Murray, no okay. MPJ. Okay. Aaron Gordon's your second best player. Will Barton is your second best player. Like, if that's the case, come on, man. Jokic is really fucking good at basketball. Jokic is really fucking good at basketball. You know what he's best at? Playmaking. He can't playmake if nobody's there to fucking play. Just that the whole team is still fine. Like, I maybe I'm just I'm just not seeing it. Like I'm just seeing them turning around because that's what they've done the last four years. But they haven't been in this spot in the last four years. They started the last four years where the Suns and the Jazz are. They were always in the top four. They were always in that mix. If you're looking at this, if you're looking at this yeah, Western Conference, yeah, they just played without Jokic for how long? How many games he missed? Five, maybe. Yeah, and they Five lost the last games. six. So, if he stays healthy, if he comes back tonight or tomorrow or whenever he comes back, yeah, and doesn't miss a game, yeah. If he misses games, then yeah, they are a guaranteed loss if he doesn't play. That's true. So it's like, that's true. I, I mean, give you that one. Uh, yeah. 
So if you're looking at this West right now, you're looking at uh, what's the dream path for the Lakers to, to let's just say just to the Western Conference Finals. Get where the fuck away from the eighth seed. Yeah. They can't do they that. They gotta get up to six. Yeah. So they want to avoid the play in altogether. Which I do feel like can happen. I don't know if it will happen. And then what? They'd play the Jazz and then play the winner of I think the Blazers probably slip back down into the into the play in. I don't understand how the Wolves hang on to anything less than a nine or ten. The Grizzlies yeah. are probably in that same spot. I in, in if I had to just ballpark it and just do it with my brain, I would say it probably ends Wolves at ten, Grizzlies at nine, fuck, Nuggets at eight, Blazers at seven, and the Lakers at six, hopefully. If you're the Lakers, yeah, that six through ten, you mix around however you want. One through five seems already kind of kind of Warrior Suns, Jazz Mavs, Clippers. I mean, I could see the Lakers sad. creeping to five, but I mean, there's I don't think there's the not a five. huge difference mm-hmm. between five and six. They just got to get to six. They do not want to see the Warriors or the Suns. Yeah. So you, you, let's talk about dream matchups in the Western Conference. I definitely want to see. I would love to see Warriors Lakers just because of the Steph Lebron thing. I would love to see fucking Jamal Murray come back healthy and the Nuggets make the eight seed and somehow hit the Jazz again. That fucking uh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, that Donovan Mitchell Jamal Murray matchup that we had in the bubble a couple years ago was blockbuster, dynamite. I I want a rematch of Mavericks Clippers. That we'll get that. We're gonna get that every year until Luca retires. Apparently, yeah. Are we gonna get Kawhi back by that point? It doesn't look like it. Do they just skip him all year? You Does think? he retire? I think he no. skips this year. Yeah, probably. Because what is he? He doesn't fucking play when okay. he's when it's time to play. Yeah. Um, the Blazers, although Lillard has improved, boy, I don't think they're doing anything in the playoffs. I think they're going to get wiped pretty much by whoever so, they play. Is he there all year? Yep. Yeah. What? Sorry. Is he what? Gonna, is he going to stay in Portland all year? Oh, that's yeah. A good question. Yeah, I don't think probably. anything happens. Uh, he's too. Yeah. He's going to think too hard about it and just never. Yeah, do anything. I also stay there. I just don't see him being a mid-season trade request guy. I don't think he's gonna say, "Nah, this isn't working right now. I'm out." Like, now, if it was gonna happen in like he won't publicly do it or even privately, because I think there's a difference when you if you go to the to the office and you say, "Hey, I'm not gonna go out there and like publicly be like I want out of here," but could you work on a trade for me? That's I feel like a more buttoned up like I don't think we're doing anything anymore. What are we doing? That's well, obviously make something happen. smarter if you want to trade because yeah. you kind of torpedo your own value if you're publicly that's true clamoring for a trade because then it, you lose leverage yeah. or your team loses leverage. And I think the Trailblazers would want to help you out. Yeah, You're probably the greatest Trailblazer ever. I mean, think yeah, about if is. Ben never said anything publicly, if nothing was ever said publicly about Ben wanting out. Right. Even after how bad that playoff series was, if it was just under the table like... The Sixers like maybe looking to trade Ben Simmons. Yeah. He would well, have a lot more value than Ben saying, "I refuse to play here. I'm never going to play here again." Yeah, I don't. That's not all on him, but yeah. I mean, your coach went out and shit on you right after you just fucked up, and your co-star did too. Yeah, like fuck you guys. Yeah, which I mean, so they also kind of tanked your value in that moment. They were like, "He played like shit. He's the reason we lost." And then you try and trade him, like, "Well, this is the reason you lost. Why would I want that guy?" Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I hear you that Doc Rivers wasn't necessarily kind toward Ben Simmons, but I don't think he would quote shit on I don't think he shit on him. He said he didn't know if Ben Simmons could be the starting point guard on a championship winning team, which I think at that point was a valid answer, of course, though it more comes to down to like 
you're a player's coach, notoriously, like Doc Rivers is the player's coach. He's the guy's guy, that kind of thing. And if your mom goes on television and goes, well, I don't know if my son's a good person. Like a little different though, little different mother to son situation. It's a coach, coach and player, same thing. Yeah, but a player who's playing notably horrible and made bad decisions throughout a playoff series that you should have won because simply you have the best. They had the, how many? Well, I guess you can't count Ben Simmons. So what they had Embiid, but then after that they had who's the third best player on of that of that series that happened last year? Is it Ben Simmons? Even though he was playing like trash in that game or in that Capella series, Capella was still healthy or no? Capella was playing in that series. John Collins, Toby. Yeah. I mean, you got guys, yeah. but I'm saying just overall, you got the better coaching staff in my mind, at least. You, you, the Sixers should have won that series. Why do they have the better coaching staff in your eyes? Because because of Doc Rivers. Because of Doc loses series Rivers. Yes, all he does is choke up three one leads. Understood, but he's still Doc Rivers. I mean, Let's he, stop that. We have to stop that. And the other side's Nate McMillan. That's not. Yeah, he's not a nobody. But I'm saying. No, but I'm also saying, yeah, he's not. He's not historically bad though. Doesn't have any rings. I mean, he's Doc Rivers isn't pretty bad. Doc Rivers is is historically bad in the playoffs. You have one good run, and then you're historically bad. I mean, why did McMillan get fired from the Pacers? That's fair. Because he think, was historically bad in the playoffs. I think we can agree though that but like three one what is it three three one lead like that's four. ridiculous. Would you Even rather worse? have that or just getting swept out of like four years of playoffs basketball in a row? McMillan got fired because he was like one in sixteen. Yeah, the Pacers. The last four I'd years rather just be getting beat because my team isn't as good. Not we should have won, and I choked it up because I couldn't rally my troops to win a single more game. I think the issue with the Clippers is that they're cursed. Look, no. Yes. We all know I don't believe in this. You don't believe in the, the Clippers, Clippers being cursed? And like, <laughs> I don't Clippers. believe in the Clippers. No, well, <laughs> none, of us do. <laughs> none of us do. I've never believed in that. Well, this franchise is just bad forever. Like, I don't believe in that. The Clippers have had five all-stars over the course of the last 15 years on their team and mm -hmm. the, and they've That's bad well but wait you what had do you a mean bad coach for most of those years no I, okay that's my point though is that okay take dog rivers off of the sixers who is your head coaching replacement this is the bill self conversation that you always have yeah. with me you're firing bill self who are you replacing him with you're firing doc rivers who are you replacing him with go and, find your sean mcveigh you know what i mean yeah Figure so you can't out. just make up someone that doesn't exist they're out there. People are out there. Who? So, okay, just because I'm not the scouting report for all coaches in so, basketball. Uh, what's it, what's his name? Nick Finch? You know what you do? For the Wolves? Chris Finch. Chris Finch. He's going to do a better job with the Sixers than, than Doc Rivers? How many college coaches do you think you could be like, hey, come Very, coach? Well, the LA Clippers. Pass. That are going to. Pass gonna, on all. Yeah, that are going to take a. That are going to actually make a difference? Very, very few. I don't oh even God, think. Are we going to see Coach K in the NBA? I will vomit. Listen, I He's don't even. He's the greatest basketball coach of all time. What did you coaching children? Shut the fuck up. When it actually matters how like, how you coach them. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You said Coach K, and uh, my mind went to Calipari, and I was like, "What? Oh, no. <laughs> are you on drugs?" I was. That's why I was like, "Why are you so ridiculous Krzyzewski, right now?" Shashevsky. Yeah, yeah, he's up there. He's, he's up, up there. there. You're I mean, like, okay, not... there's a difference between NBA or whatever, but yeah, coaches team USA, like. Yeah, he also gets guys that uh, are far and away better than the better than the rest for one year at a time. Yeah, so you have to make it like one year, make it work. No, but I mean like Pop. On the other hand, is actually developing players over the course of their careers, mm -hmm. and you can build Who, some chemistry with them, and you can like say, "Hey, how's it?" Like, you know what I mean? 
college coaching is schemes. College coaching is is putting in, and you have to get the best players in the world at what they're doing in that whole Special Olympics of college sports to actually buy into your scheme and not just be like, I'm the best player. I've always been the best player. What do I have to do your thing for? I don't think you have to convince them to buy in. They came to the college. They knew what they were doing. Any of the, any of those blue blood schools, they know what the fuck they're signing up for. You have the, you're only going there because you are one of the top, what, probably hundred players in the country. Yeah, Whereas sure. with the Spurs, you who are they stuck with again right now? I will, I will give you 30 seconds to say whatever the fuck you want. If you can name six players on the Spurs right now. I'm not going to take that bet. Okay, see? Uh, really? <laughs> Six of them? I, I probably got four. <laughs> okay, give me five then. We'll meet in the middle. I don't have the five. Okay, then give me in four then. Head. You don't I probably don't have five. I didn't say five. I said give me four then. Four, then oh, okay. then, then give me four. Okay. Give me four? I mean, Jante Murray's on there. Jakob's on there. And then I listed like seven players less than 15 minutes ago. Do you ago. know how much I don't listen to <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Uh, I really, I, I fucking know. Okay, uh, that's my point, is but, that, like, these guys are nobody's mm-hmm. too, and granted, the Spurs are ass right now, but still, you're sitting at a, you, I mean, you're talking so, about and the, and the Spurs were ass last year, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah? They they were they in the play-in? They, bought, they fought for the play-in. Anyways, Real, yes, they weren't great. Yeah. Real quick, how did Duke do last year? Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. They were pretty good. How good? Guaranteed. What'd they do? Wait, weren't they not good? Yeah, what did what they do last top year? Top player like quit. Yes. Yeah, what they do? You don't even care. <laughs> you don't even care. All I'm saying is Coach K is the best coach. Their top and recruit quit history. like eight games into the season, and then they flunked out mm-hmm. of the tournament. And didn't somebody's? Didn't his like nephew or something like do something wild? Yeah, they. Had I don't some know. Weird. Nephews are yeah. wild out here. Isn't he on the team? I don't. He is. I think on the team. Honestly, I do. I heard it was like a DUI or some shit. Yeah, something like that. He had. A, Are you thinking of Andy Reid's son? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It was oh. a he college, didn't kill anybody. It was a college um, <laughs> distinction. Whoops. No. Um, he didn't Henry Ruggs. Uh, I would definitely. I mean, yeah. If you're going Shashevsky and Pop, it's like kind of. So if you, but if okay, if you're the Clippers, but can we agree that Pop's the best NBA coach ever? Can you agree on that? Uh, no. Who? It's Phil. Mm. It's Phil. Were we talking about players a second ago? Yeah. You mean he just so happens to have just, how many of the greatest mm-hmm. players of all time on his team? Yeah. yeah. According but, to my dad, the top two. The top so. two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those players didn't do anything without him. Um, well, that's he did just things he, without those players. I'm sorry, what? Those players did nothing without Phil Jackson. When did Phil Jackson get to the Bulls? You mean like they wouldn't have done anything without him? Yeah, like they didn't win anything without him. Well, because he was there. So he was there. So you mean from, like if somebody else was coaching Michael Jordan, he wouldn't have. Somebody else did coach Michael Jordan. Yeah, when he was like twenty, and before he had Scottie Pippen. What? Uh, he was drafted in eighty four. MJ was nothing without Scottie Pippen. Eighty four. <laughs> eighty four. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he played in 84, 85, 86, 87, 88. Okay. I can go on and didn't do anything with a bunch of coaches. To be fair, uh, and, hang on. How long? When did Phil Jackson get to the Bulls? I don't know when Phil Jackson got. Oh, to the you Bulls. said eighty-seven, eighty-eight. You know, so he got there in eighty-seven. Yeah. Uh, he was there for eleven years. They mm-hmm. won the six titles, of course. Um, the, I think the Lakers thing is a little bit more interesting because he leaves after Shaq leaves because he's like, I'm not coaching one of the best players in the world. I don't want because. Kobe was like right on the cusp, but wasn't there yet. Or he also had nine titles and was like, I win a lot. 
I'm done. Mm, I think he had six or yeah, no, nine. Nine. Yeah, sir. Then he leaves, right. and then what happens? Then what happens? He hangs out in the mountains for a while, mm-hmm. and he comes back and, then, and fucks and up then, the Knicks. Yeah, he did fuck up the Knicks real hard. That's great. No, what? What happened with Phil Jackson when he didn't have one of the best players in the league? Well, he wasn't the coach. Um, he was the general manager. Yeah, who still tried tried to implement his triangle offense system. Wasn't the coach. Was the general manager. <laughs> but so Shaq leaves. He's got nine rings. And then he comes back and coaches Kobe two more years. And what do they do? They won back-to-back. So hold on. Lakers won those titles in 2009 and 10 because of Phil Jackson? Or they won it because they had the only, they were the only team in the league with two top two seven-footers? Who got them? Huh? Phil Jackson got Oh, them. when he was the head coach, not the GM. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, tr- I'm struggling. To tr- which was, so Phil Jackson's responsible so also, for all of that. Yeah, of course. So Phil Jackson was responsible for all the Bulls things then, yes? That's what I just said. Hmm. Okay. I think we I think we're agreeing without agreeing. So then Because I guess one thing is like what did Pop do? Fair. What yeah. did what did Pop say he did? He had Mono Ginobili. Pop said draft yeah, him Duncan. Duncan. Don't yeah. retire. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So and then he, I could you could make I the only thing about Phil to me over Pop is the difference of superstars. Your Pop, you had Tim for twenty years and you won five. Great. Phil, while you had great players, you had to figure out different personalities and all that kind of stuff. And you literally won more than twice the titles. Mm-hmm. Well, but, okay. Yeah. All right. So, mm, not going to give you that one. There's not even a, I would like, I would love there to be another comp, but there's not one. Like Belichick, but like, I was was going to go with, with like, yeah, I was going to go to like a, well, but then that, like, but then Belichick is more is closer to Pop than he is to Phil Jackson because he has Tim Duncan. He 20, 20 years of no, Tom what Brady. I, what I was gonna say is there's no other coach that's even remotely next to Belichick. You know what I mean? I'm not saying he's it's a mountain, uh, but like, I get you. Yeah. Um, hmm. I still though think that. Uh, yeah, Pop's I think, great. I think I still think Pop just also because of development, like. Did Phil Jackson really develop people at all? Do you like, know who his first draft pick was as the GM of the Knicks in 2014? I don't. I know he doesn't know. I don't <laughs> know if he does, but I know he doesn't know. Uh, which, know. Wichita State player. Oh, shit. He took Ron Baker? No. Clea <laughs> Anthony Early. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Clea Anthony Early. That was the first. What pick was he in, in the 2014 draft? 34th. And then he drafted Thanasis, 51st. Not bad, I guess. He got a little eye for the Tento Kumpos. His first move was firing Mike Woodson and the entire staff. Second move was Great hiring move. Derek Fisher as the head coach. Womp. Great move. Womp. Okay. Uh, his first trade was trading away Raymond Felton and Tyson Chandler to receive Shane Larkin. Who? Who? Shane Larkin. You know Shane Larkin. Jose Calderon. Shane Larkin sounds like somebody on the hills. That's not a basketball <laughs> player. Listen, Jose uh, Colorado is the best NBA player named Jose in history. Sure. Samuel Delembert <laughs> and Wayne Ellington. Dallenberg? S- Sam Dallenberg. Dallenberg? Mm-hmm. Cool. Delembert. <laughs> now I'm down another Wikipedia rabbit hole. Still nobody's. Oh, he's Haitian. Okay, yeah, Delembert. Yeah, he played. That's, you know, I don't know. It's just it's crazy, but... I okay. So if you're starting your franchise, who are you starting with? Phil Jackson or Pop? From scratch, you have to draft all rookies. Can I take Pat Riley? 
Oh, you know, mm. you, you know who's fucking, you know who, you, you know who I'll fucking ride for. Okay, fifty-one-year-old Eric Spolstra. Fuck you, fucking champion, fucking legend. He is so underrated in this league. Like no, the not. American dream is dead, but he, gosh darn it, it, he did it. He was like, "Hey, y'all mind if I rewind your videotapes?" And now he's <laughs> now he's the fucking head coach. he's the head coach of one of Multiple the biggest rings. franchises in the biggest markets in the league. It was it basically be kind rewind is just his biography. yeah he. <laughs> He, uh, I love me some Eric Spolstra. Good dude. Fucking fights for his players. Like when the Morris that's thing great. happens, he's like, oh, that's a dirty play. And but like, what has he done? One Win rings. He's won rings. He's With won rings. one player. How many? Look, I love LeBron as much as you do, probably more, but let's be honest here. LeBron did not win those alone because what happened in 2014 when he was alone, they got fucking hammered. Mm-hmm. In, but then the LeBron went and won again. With who? Nobody's. Kyrie. Kyrie and Kevin Love. What are you saying? Not right Kevin now? Love. Stop. Kevin Love was huge in 2016. Don't do that. He clamped Steph Curry. That's it's like called, one of the most memorable moments from They that have series. the block, the shot, and the stop in Cleveland. Those are what it's those three plays are known. Like, what are you talking about? Kevin Love was huge in the 2016 finals. We just It's I, literally the last time he played decent basketball. Yeah, it's true. The thing we do that I really hate is we pretend like Chris Bosch and Kevin Love were that great of players. Don't do not do not disparage Boshwa. Do not get on this microphone and talk poorly about Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. Good. I won't get on your microphone and do it. They're all my microphones. (laughs) They're all my mics. You misunderstand, sir. Just say it's it's ridiculous. There are good players on teams that had nobody else on them. They're De'Aaron. The word is team, and it's a team sport. Yeah. What are Uh you saying right now? You look. I'm. LeBron is the greatest. He's the best ever. You can't fucking say that the that the Heat win the title in 2013 without Ray Allen. You can't say they don't win the title in 2012 without Mike Miller. Who is who? What's he doing these days? Uh, a, it, depend, it, it depends on who else then plays, right? It would depend on who you sub them out for. You're right. If we got rid of all the players and they only had four active players, they don't win. What? Now we're getting into wins against replacement, and that's baseball. I don't want to do four. I'm I'm not worried about that. What I'm saying is, I get it. Historically, you say yes. Ray Allen makes that one shot, and that wins them the entire I'm not talking about the one shot. No, no, but what I'm saying is, I get like, so you have to, I get it. It's a team, but what I'm saying is, we act like Chris Bosch and fucking Kevin Love were top tier players, and they're not. Chris Bosch blocks Danny Green in the corner at the end of regulation, or sorry, the end of overtime of game six. Mm-hmm. That's not equally a big a play as the Ray Allen shot, but you want to know what set up the Ray Allen shot? Chris Bosch getting the rebound mm-hmm. against three Spurs players. Now granted, Pop didn't put in Tim Duncan, probably <laughs> maybe one of the biggest question marks in the history of the NBA, but if Bosch doesn't get that rebound, there's nothing to talk That's about. Great, but this it, fucking you're right. Heat losing six. You're right. We because can pick apart any individual play of a series and be like, this was really, without this, we don't do big. this. His role was to be the third best player. And he did that perfectly. I mean, I think about the Bucks great. last year, whether you say it's Drew or Chris, whoever was supposed to be the third best, best player, I'm not going to sit here and argue that Chris Middleton is going to go down as one of the best fucking you know, wings we've ever seen. For but sure. he played damn good as the third best option yeah, and it was and exactly fine. what the Bucks needed. Yeah. That's great. It's wonderful. But this is all to say that Spolstra is not underrated as a coach. 
which was how this whole thing started. Your overappreciation of Eric Spolstra makes me want to shit all over him because you have to bring you back down to earth to meet in the middle there. Listen, is Eric, he the second longest tenured coach? After I think Bob? so. Yeah, I think so. Um, also, he's a. Hang on, let me not get crazy. He's <laughs> definitely a top five coach in the NBA. But right I'm now? honestly questioning if he's a top three probably. coach in the NBA. Yeah, probably. Because who else? He's a better coach than Bud, and they just won the championship. He's a better coach than the, uh, the, the names that I won't that I won't give into. He's not better than Steve Kerr. He's not. That one to me is what's, a toss. What's up. your argument there? Steve Kerr has a whole history of bringing in new players and actually being successful with multiple different kinds of players. So you don't think at the, the top? You don't think? I thought the, you were just arguing against the whole players versus. No. Longevity, I think, is what he's saying. So, like, being able to... Steve Kerr... Hold on. Hang on. Wait. If that's the case, then that's not right at all. Steve Kerr's had more success in less time. With who? A multitude of different players and stars you have to do. And also, right now. Who? Right now. Who? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's at Steph Curry's Steph Curry. coaching career. And the whole argument mm-hmm. was and Draymond it. Green and Clay mm-hmm. Thompson and fucking wait, Luke wait, Walton. What's their What's their record right now? What? What's the Warriors? Oh, record you're gonna right say now? without Clay Thompson? Without they're Clay Thompson. Tw- they're also, and- Draymond Green is not that great of a fucking basketball Stop. player. Stop. All right. Do we end it there? We Ooh, can. I'll, 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 yeah. Jesus Christ. Food sounds great. Spolstra is a. T- I won't give you look the the names I'm that I, as of right now yes but the thing about you and he I might be a top three in your eyes you want to be like he's one of the greatest ever like that's what I can no, see Spolstra's in your not eyes. one of the greatest that's ever my point he's one of the greatest in the league right now and has been for the last what let's say six seven years longer also, than that he sur- he survived LeBron James yeah remember the bump you remember that. Was, what were they? Uh, six, 17 games. They started at eight and nine. He has his career because of LeBron James. No, no. sir, he does not. Do LeBron not do was that. not in the film room cutting up film with him. <laughs> He's done. Also, do you don't think that the 2020 play, uh, finals run with the Heat was a, was, a, was a huge thing? Who the fuck did the Heat have on that team then? Who Jimmy did they Butler? Who play that year? The Milwaukee Bucks, who won the championship yeah. the following season. Yep. And then, but before that, he was known as a choke artist when Giannis. In the playoffs, right? He hadn't figured out how to do anything yet besides run to the hoop. Sure, no, not to that And point. who didn't play that year in the Eastern Conference? Kevin Durant didn't play that year. Okay. Well, he hadn't played in the Eastern Conference at all prior to last year. That's, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So he didn't play that year. He's on the team, didn't play. You give me, I, I think I won't, I won't take Pop and I think Rick Carlisle. Hmm. Carlisle, and then honestly, yeah. after that, I'll put I'll put Spolstro against anybody in the league as a head coach. Give me Tibbs. Give me fucking obviously any team that has any coach that's ever coached LeBron team. He's better than any of them, including yeah, the, himself. The Doc argument's always that he won, right? And suppose won twice. Suppose won twice. I argue against Doc, and also the Kerr thing. Like he went to the bro Spolstro went to the finals in 2020 with with. That's a Tyler Hero I, being I your get, second season. I get both sides player. of that one. That was a fluky year, but uh, I think surviving LeBron James is a good data point. LeBron's killed a lot of coaches' careers. He has, but that's also because he's never really been with a great coach. Who's the best coach that that LeBron has ever had outside of Spolster? Is it Tyron fucking Lou? 
What did you say, Justin? Frank Vogel. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not doing that. Who? <laughs> David, what was it? David with the Cavs? David Griffin? No, oh, he, was he went GM. on to coach the Israeli team. Oh, fuck. I don't even remember his name. Oh. Um, uh, Hang on. Let me look it up. Mike Woods? Blatt. David Blatt. David Blatt. David Blatt. God. He came back. He came back to the Cavs and they started with David Blatt. They went to the finals with David Blatt. Yeah. Do you forget? If you know what? I'm riding or dying right now. With better what? coach than Eric Spolstra. Who? Better, better coach. Wes Unseld. Oh God! All right, the Washington Wizards. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this first ever Yay Basketball Overtime. Uh, We'll be doing more of these as the weeks progress. We're thanks. Thanks for joining us. All right, whatever. Yay Basketball.